This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman. Hopefully you're having a wonderful Sunday morning. Looking forward to an awesome show today with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how's it going today? I'll tell you what, Jason, it is going. I've been so busy. I told you before the show, they came and took a huge tree out of my backyard. They used a crane to lift the tree. Uh, they attached, That's they had a um, uh, one of these trucks where the guy goes up to the top, attaches all these ropes and chains, and then they cut the bottom and lifted the whole thing over my house. I took a video of it. I, I've never seen anything like it. I questioned the, I'm like, wow, I hope it doesn't <laughs> slip. And they laughed. These guys do it all the time, but we're trying to redo our yard. And I, I don't know if you've ever okay. landscaped or anything, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> I have on a very minor level. I in no means in no way am a no, landscaper, especially not a tree, especially not tree removal right. like that. So how big was this tree that they took? Well, out? just the base part, once they cut the giant branches off, uh, they think the whole thing weighed about 4,000 pounds, 4,500 pounds. Wow. Wow, that's a great and they and they lifted it up over, over your house over my house, over my house, then over my neighbor's wow. driveway and onto the street where they lay it down and had guys ready to go and it was cut up and in a huge truck in no time. And it was a huge Isn't that tree. Amazing? It was a huge ash tree. And I don't know how tall wow. it was, but it was twice as tall as the house at least. It's one of the bigger trees in the neighborhood. So yeah. Wow. You probably have quite an opening in your we backyard have a now. Huge opening, and it's sad. We're sad <laughs> to lose the shade, but it was starting. To, it uh, ash bores are a bad thing, and so all the oh, yeah. ash in our neighborhood eventually are going to all have to come down. They're old trees. We're very familiar with that. Yep, we're very familiar with that here in Michigan. We've had quite the problem over the last uh, yeah. several years or so with with ash borer and that, and uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, very it unfortunate. is, but man, if you ever have a chance to see this company that uh, uses a full size crane to lift them over the house. When they're in the backyard like that, and there's all these things around, they just have this huge crane that it just, it's amazing. I, I, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. I posted the video to my Facebook page because it's, it's absolutely insane to see. (laughs) Well, I'll have to take a look at that. And if any of our listeners are out there today and want to see that video, go, go look up Tony Shore on Facebook and take a look at that crazy video. Check it out. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, um, uh, I wanted to ask you today, today I think uh, you wanted to talk about legacy planning, and I know uh, this is something that you help your clients with. It's a big part of income planning and financial planning, especially when it comes to retirement and figuring out where your money is going to go, how you're going to use it. A lot of people want to leave money to the grandkids or to loved ones, and they don't want it all to be, you know, eaten up by other things, taxes or long-term care costs. So uh, there are a lot of strategies involved, aren't there? Yeah. So that's really important, Tony. And I'm glad, um, you know, you had asked me before the show, Hey, you know, what are some of the things that are, we're seeing a lot with the families that we help and what are some of the situations that the families are going through? And 
And so I, I do think that it's fitting to, to talk quite a bit today about legacy planning because over the last, I'll say maybe, well, especially since COVID, you know, so maybe the last two years or so since the pandemic hit, we've really been talking a lot with families and helping them really make sure that they're doing the right things with entitlement of accounts and beneficiaries of accounts and wills and powers of attorneys and trusts and all those things that, you know, the legacy plan. So, you know, if and when something happens, who's going to get your stuff? Who do you want to get it and when and in the most efficient manner? And so that is a very important topic, Tony, that that we've really helped um, not only for the last 20 some years, we've been helping a lot of families with that when we help them manage and organize their financial affairs is always tying in the legacy planning. But I think more importantly here, probably in the last couple of years, um, it's on, on people's mind a little bit more. And it's almost like one of those pink elephants in the room that nobody really wants to talk about. Well, what happens when I get, if I get sick and need to go to a nursing home or what happens when I die, you know, and everybody has the the dream and the vision that it's, it's going to be just a smooth, simple transition of all my stuff is going to go to my spouse and then all my stuff when my spouse dies is going to go to the kids and then the grandkids and and hopefully that's how it goes um but tony you know we've talked a lot over the years and swapped a lot of stories back and forth that in our experiences how people think and want things to go when when somebody gets sick or dies isn't necessarily always how it goes not always necessarily how it happens And so I think it's very important that we have this discussion today for our listeners out there. And if there's anyone that wants to have a further discussion one-on-one about your family and how your accounts are titled or the pros and cons of putting a, a child or a grandchild or a trust on as a beneficiary of your accounts. And gee, what happens when you get sick and uh, what happens when you pass away? You know, probate court is, is a big topic and taxation of money. And so I think it's a, a fitting topic, Tony, um, to talk about what you can do today proactively to help that transition later to be the most efficient, smoothest transition uh, exactly how you want it to be. Right. And I mean, you know, I pointed this out before, and this is something you've talked to me about, but you have clients that come to you that they're going to have some money and they want to uh, make sure it doesn't all go to taxes or to, you know, a memory care unit or long-term care at the end of their life. Absolutely, you want yeah. that money or at least some of it uh, to go to grandkids or children or loved ones. And so uh, <laughs> you want to help them out, maybe uh, the grandkids for college. So uh, you have to make sure that certain things are set up, right? And I mean, one of the first things is beneficiary designations, isn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, it's very important, as you mentioned, that, you know, everybody wants their, everyone has stuff, whether it be material items or monetary items, everybody has stuff and every family's stuff is different and maybe smaller or larger than another family. So it's very important that when we talk about legacy planning or titling of accounts or beneficiary, it's very important you focus on your family, your stuff, and your goals and dreams, because it might be a lot different than your neighbor or your sister or brother-in-law. But yeah, Tony, it's very important for, and before we even get to beneficiary designations, I think it's important to review the title uh, of each account. How are your accounts titled? And when we have things like 401ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs, those have to be titled in the owner's name because those are tied to a what we call a heartbeat or a social security number. However, there's other accounts like bank accounts, um, joint uh, brokerage accounts or investment accounts that those actually can be owned in 
joint, uh, I'm sorry, those can be their own individually or jointly between spouses. So when we look at the, uh, the accounts we have, I think the first thing, Tony, that I want our listeners to focus on is how are your accounts titled? Are they in the right names you want them to be based on the accessibility to the money while you're alive? And then what potentially happens to that money, number one, if we get sick and may need a nursing home? And ultimately, upon death, what are the choices and options with with those dollars as well? Uh, And then we go, Tony, right to what you said, uh, beneficiaries. Once we figure out the proper titling of the accounts based on our goals and dreams, how who should be the beneficiary or how should these accounts be beneficiaried? And, And that opens up a usually a very lengthy and a very emotional and a very um, positive and empowering discussion for families to have when they really start thinking about what is the meaning and purpose of this money when we're gone. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Now, uh, we have to take a quick break, but before we do, uh, I know that uh, you have a book. Um, you and your dad wrote this book together, correct? That's right, yeah. And we really, we, um, it's amazing. We never thought 21 years ago, Tony, that we would be authors that, of a book that you can go on Amazon and you can type in uh, Jason or Carl Kreiderman. You can type in the title of the book, which is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And there it is. It pops up and you can pay the 15 or 16 bucks right on Amazon to buy our book. And we never fathomed that that's, that's what we would have done. Uh, but Tony, you know, we've talked about this many times. We never became authors of a book to get rich, to sell it on Amazon for the royalties. Cause I think we make about 50 cents a book. <laughs> right. Uh, but, so that's not why we did it. But Tony, the reason we wrote this book is it's a, it's 20 years of real life experiences in the trenches with these families, where we met them, where they were, how we've been able to help them, where they are today. And so it's really, really powerful and empowering uh, for, for a lot of our listeners to read this book and say, wow, chapter 12 or chapter nine or chapter three, that's us, Carl and Jason, that you're talking about. And so, um, yeah, that's I guess that's kind of how it came to us writing the book was really just to get all these real life experiences of in the trenches of 20 years it, on paper so that everybody out there who wants to read the book, everybody can kind of read it. And most people relate directly to the the chapters yeah. in the book. Yeah, I think that's great. And again, it's called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, but Prepare for the Worst. And that's really good advice. But you don't necessarily have to buy it. If you're one of the next 10 callers uh, here to your Financial Empower Hour, uh, give us a call at 989-835-7203. And mention you heard about the book on the radio show and you would like a copy and they'll send one out to you that again, that number is 989-835-7203 and stay tuned because we've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We'll be right back and welcome back to your financial empower hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, the man with the plan, Jason Kreiderman, Jason Great show today. We're talking a bit about legacy planning and leaving a legacy and estate planning. So uh, there there are a lot of nuances to this. And and some of our listeners might think, well, I don't, you know, I'm not Bill Gates. I don't have enough money uh, to need a legacy plan or an estate plan Mm -hmm. or a trust. Uh, But really, that's not true, is it? We all need a plan in place for this, don't we? Well, you know, that's a good point to make, Tony, that... um Everybody needs a plan and and that your plan is going to be personalized to your family, to your individual situation. And whether you're a a Bill Gates or higher wealth or, or you say, gee, I'm, I'm no Bill Gates at all. I I don't have enough money to, 
you know, to, to have a, a, a revocable living trust or some elaborate plan. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, and I do want to just disclose right now to all of our listeners that uh, here at Great Lakes Investment Advisors, we are not uh, CPAs. We don't do taxes, um, tax returns, nor are we estate planning attorneys. Uh, we, we don't have law degrees. We don't draft wills or trusts or legal documents. That's why my dad and I and our team, we've made strategic alliances and strategic relationships with a lot of other professionals around the area, like CPAs, accountants, estate planning attorneys, elder law attorneys. These are awesome strategic alliances that we've made so we can bring these people to the table as a resource for all the families that we help. Uh, A lot of the families, Tony, that we meet, they already have an attorney and that's wonderful. They already have a CPA and that's great. Uh, Never a bad idea to get a second opinion from another attorney or another CPA, but also we meet a lot of families that they don't have a relationship with an estate planner or elder law attorney. And and that's really um, kind of a vital topic, Tony, when we talk about estate planning and legacy planning and the stuff we have, whether we're higher or lower than the Bill Gates level, is really irrelevant. It's what do you have? What you have is yours, and, and and you have goals and dreams with what you have of things you want to happen and, of course, of things you don't want to happen with your stuff uh, while you're alive, maybe if uh, health goes south and we get sick, and then ultimately when we pass away. And that's really powerful to have, you know, to have a plan, Tony, like you say, uh, that just says, hey, while things are going good, here's what we want to happen with our stuff. If we get sick, here's how it kind of want to happen with our stuff and how things to be handled and paid for. And ultimately, when we pass away, here's who we want to get our stuff and here's how and when and that that form. And really, that that all comes within some form of written plan, whether it be a simple will or an elaborate uh, trust and estate plan. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's huge. Now, you talked about uh, some people come to you and they don't have an estate planning attorney that they've worked with. If they if if that comes up that they need one and and we'll get that to that in a bit, what you would use one for. We'll talk about some of those things. Uh, But you have estate planning attorneys that you can recommend that you work closely with. Correct. Yeah, that's right. We have uh, a few different estate planning firms around the Michigan, or I'm sorry, Midland area, um, really all throughout Michigan. And um, so we just ask families, hey, do you already have an attorney, uh, preferably an estate planning attorney, an attorney that specializes in, in estate planning uh, that you have a relationship with? And, and if the answer is no, that's not a problem. Um, we simply would give them one or two or three um, cards, business cards with some names and some phone numbers and say, Hey, these are the fam, these are the attorneys that have helped families that we work with. Uh, you don't have to feel obligated to use one of them or any of them, but it's an awesome introduction, kind of a referral to, to an attorney an estate planning attorney. You may want to have a discussion with and, and hear what they have to say. Um, so that's important to be able to bring that resource to the table because not everybody as a matter of fact, not many people love to just no. pick up the phone book, Tony, and call an attorney's <laughs> no. office or walk in and start, you know, talk to an attorney. Um, it's like going and just randomly walk into a dentist office. How many of us want to do that on a Monday morning? Um, <laughs> Definitely so not. Yeah. We just don't, right? But so we do have those. We have strategic alliances and, and relationships with estate planning and elder law attorneys that we're able to uh, bring to the table or give as a referral or introduction to the families that yeah. we work with. Yeah, and I, I think that's huge, too. So uh, one other thing, um, obviously, uh, beneficiary designations are huge, and we we talked a bit about that, uh, but I've heard some horror stories of people who didn't keep their beneficiary designations up to date. Um, That's that's a huge mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to their legacy planning, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, these are some things that a lot of people, I guess, we use the old saying, take for granted, Tony. Um, you know, we actually, you mentioned some some horror stories, and, and I don't, we don't have enough shows left in the year probably for me to talk about all, <laughs> sure. the, all the horror stories that, that we've come across over sure. the last 20 years. But let me share one real quick with you, Tony, and with our listeners, and, and it's based right on these beneficiary designations. Uh, this was about three years ago. We're helping a gentleman uh, go over. He was getting ready to retire from a very large corporation here in Midland. Um, he'd worked for this company for over 30 years, uh, his only employer. And this gentleman went through a divorce about 10 years ago. Uh, about five years ago, he had remarried and um, happily remarried. Uh, still had fairly good relations with his ex-spouse. But you know what, what, what that could potentially do going through a divorce, especially with the finances and everything. And so he's getting ready. He just retired. Um, and we had called his local company uh, that he worked for because we opened up an IRA for him and he was going to do a qualified rollover of his 401k dollars over to an IRA, which is very common. Uh, maybe one of the most uh, empowering things, by the way, listeners out there, uh, maybe one of the most empowering things you can do with your 401k money when you leave your employer is to roll that money over into your own IRA. Uh, no taxes to do that, no fees to do that, um, but a lot more choices, options, flexibility, and control of your money. So anyhow, Tony, that's what we were helping this gentleman do. And so we made a phone call to Fidelity, who happened to be the custodian of the 401k plan. And whenever we make a phone call or look at accounts of families, we always ask them, who, who do you have as your beneficiaries? And so we asked this gentleman that, and he said, well, it'd be my, my spouse, uh, his, his wife, um, of 10 years. And then um, he, he said, probably my kids as contingent. So we said, okay, that's great. When we had Fidelity on the line and we let them know that he was retired now, he was going to open up an IRA at a new custodian. And so we wanted to know their procedure of moving those dollars over. And while we had him on the phone, Tony, we simply, I ask a question I, I, and I do this every single custodian or account that I, I talk about with families. I say, well, who do you, Fidelity, who do you show as this gentleman's primary and contingent beneficiaries? And she said, well, let me look that up for you. So it took her a minute or two and she said, well, I see the primary beneficiary as, and Tony, you'll never guess whose name she said the primary beneficiary was. It was. was it Tony Shore? Tony, it was not yours. It was not yours, I tell Tony, everyone was, if, they, but, if they're struggling to come up with someone to leave things to, just use the name Anthony Shore. That's it, just Tony Shore. But, and I tell them, too, it's spelled C-R-Y-D-E, you know, the last name. No, Tony, this, I tell you, no. So now envision here we are sitting in my conference room. I'm, I'm at one side of the table and I have this husband and wife. He just retired. Uh, they've been married for 10 years. He has a, a very good size uh, 401k. And the lady on the other end of the line at Fidelity, when I said, who do you have as the primary beneficiary, the name, he said, well, that, that would be my spouse is what he told me. Well, the name that the Fidelity lady said was actually his ex-spouse. Oh. So they still had Tony. They now imagine the look on his face, and maybe Importantly, more, um, more importantly, wife's. the look on his Current. new of ten years that the ex spouse, her name was still on his primary beneficiary. Now, Tony, I don't want to get this. I mean, it, it got into a little bit of emotional. Sure. Um, he was very upset with the lady of fidelity, and, and it's not her fault. We know that, and and so he was mad. And now here's his new wife of ten years. She's concerned and sad. And, and so I was trying, you know, I was kind of yeah. monitoring the whole situation and refereeing this come to find out he had filled out the correct paperwork after his divorce. And when he remarried, 
he did fill out the correct paperwork with Fidelity to update the beneficiary. As a matter of fact, the lady at Fidelity, she did some research for us and she found that paperwork in his electronic file in the system. However, it had never been input into the actual database, the actual, it never went into effect. So here's a great example, Tony, where I know you tell me who you think your beneficiary should be, but I think all of our listeners out there right now today, uh, pull the car over, write this down, stop what you're doing. At least, at least once every two to three years, you need to contact every single one of the accounts that you own and ask them, who do they show today as your primary and contingent beneficiary? Uh, this was a great example that if we hadn't done that, uh, that gentleman, could, unfortunately, if he would have passed away, his ex-wife of over 10 years would have been the primary beneficiary, would have received 100% of his 401k, simply because there was a clerical error somewhere in the large system of Fidelity. Yeah. Something happened, um, and this gentleman thought he did the right thing, and he wow. did, but somehow it just didn't happen. So. That's a. I'm glad you brought that up, Tony. Because when we talk about legacy planning, and those boy, if you if your beneficiaries aren't how you want, once you're sick and can no longer make those changes, once you die, it's too late. And so I highly recommend. Yeah, and it takes precedent. Even if you said I want everything to go to my wife in the will, uh, it beneficiary designations take precedent over a will. So that would go to probate, and they would say no. The beneficiary designations. On accounts like insurance accounts, 401ks, IRAs, uh, bank accounts, that all goes to whoever is listed on the beneficiary designation, regardless if it was somebody you were married to for one year and you've been happily married 20 years since and have now have a family, your current wife and kids would get nothing if you had your old spouse on there. So you want to make sure you check those beneficiary designations and it's, it's good to do it even if you're not divorced. It's it's a smart thing to do it because oh I like I say we we highly recommend every one to three years you, you review those things and every every three to five years if you have a trust yeah. or a will or power of attorney documents you have those documents reviewed. Why? Number one, your life is always changing. Number two, the world around yeah, us is, is changing. So for those two reasons, Tony, what does it hurt to spend a half hour, an hour, one day? Do a beneficiary check on all your accounts. If nothing else, it's peace of mind knowing you, you they're set up exactly sure. how you want them to be. Well, and I think that's great. Now, let's take another quick break here. Uh, but before we take the break, I want to remind our listeners that they can actually get a copy of your book, which is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. Listeners, if you would like a copy of this book, complimentary, no cost, just call 989-835-7203. I'll say that number again, 989-835-7203, and you can get a copy of the book. Also, if you'd like to set up a consultation, there's no charge and no obligation for a strategy session, a consultation to get a plan in place, and that's a financial plan, a retirement income plan, a legacy plan. Get it in place. Give Jason a call at 989-835-7203. Or go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. We'll be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And here we are. We're back with your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman, our host. And Jason, great show. Thanks for uh, having me on your show today. We always have fun. Today, we're talking about legacy planning. You know, making sure you have a plan in place because, number one, you don't want to leave your loved ones uh, with a mess, right? You want uh, the finances to be handled. 
And that's just another reason to work with a financial services professional, correct? Well, that's what just one of the areas we can help, Tony, is, you know, over the last 20 years or so of helping families organize and manage their financial affairs into and through retirement, uh, you know, we've really found that spending some good time, some good valuable time with them discussing their beneficiary designations and discussing what does the money mean to them, not only today, but if unfortunately their health turns south and, and they need to maybe go into a nursing home later in life or ultimately when they pass away, what does this money mean to them and what do they intend with their money and their stuff uh, when, when those when those things happen. And there's actually, we've talked about our book uh, several times on the show, Tony, and two, two chapters that we devote in our book directly towards these topics we're talking about today. Uh, number one is, is um, uh, chapter seven, when illness strikes. So that really talks about, gee, if, if you or your spouse becomes ill, unhealthy, and needs to go into a nursing home or assisted living or adult daycare, what should you have done ahead of time proactively to prepare for that unfortunate situation that that you might be faced with? And then chapter nine, Tony, is called passing it on. Uh, Passing it on again is, well, now ultimately when, when you pass away, who do you want to get your stuff and when and how? And like you mentioned, nobody wants to leave their kids or grandkids or their spouse with a mess, yeah. Tony. Nobody wants to to do that. Most families we've met over the years, they don't want their family to have to go through probate court. Right. Uh, they don't want to have to worry about battling between brothers and sisters and in-laws and ex-laws and outlaws and, and just all the craziness. Right. That's so, a good point. You know, so how, a can of, we, how can our listeners out there avoid uh, having to go through all that probate? Uh, are there a ways to uh, make it easier or at least shorter? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, you know, not only for you, Tony, but for all of our listeners out there today, there's not one silver bullet that's going to ultimately be the cure all in life of everything. Um, But there are a lot of different strategies or techniques that you could proactively do today to minimize or reduce the headaches, stress, hassle on your loved ones. Number one, if you need to go into a nursing home, need care. Number two, ultimately when you pass away, and those might range from proper titling of your accounts, uh, things as simple as proper and correct beneficiary designations, uh, maybe some form of will, maybe ultimately some form of uh, uh, revocable or irrevocable living trusts, which you would want to meet with an estate planning attorney to discuss with you the pros and cons of those types of estate planning documents. Um, But to answer that question, Tony, yes, there's a lot of different strategies and techniques that you could employ to help reduce the headache, hassle, stress, time, and money that that your family would have to go through and spend, number one, when you are maybe unhealthy and need to go into assisted living or a nursing home, and then ultimately at your demise. And, And so- that's one of the things we want to help families do as fiduciary advisors, Tony, is to help them organize and manage those affairs so that life is as simple on the next generations as we can, as they can possibly help yeah. make it. Yeah, I think that's that's huge, obviously. Now, uh, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, we alluded to it earlier. When you talk about working with an estate planning attorney, as you're working with clients, Jason, uh, on retirement planning, you're figuring out what they're going to need in retirement, how much they currently have, what they need to save, looking at all their accounts, their stocks, uh, bonds, investments, uh, 401ks, sure. IRAs. You're going through all that, and that's important. 
but then also uh, legacy planning comes into play. And uh, what are some things they don't have to go, like you said, they don't have to just, oh, I, I want to know about estate planning. I guess I'll uh, call up an estate planning attorney and set up an appointment. You let them know what key things they need, right? What are some of the key things that you tell your clients uh, before they meet with an estate planning attorney uh, that, hey, you need to get an attorney to help you with this? What, what are some things that they need? Yeah, well, that's a great, um, kind of a great can of worms to open up, Tony. And I know we don't have enough sure. time on this you show. Just to talk a, a few out, main, keep couple it, of main the things. Reader's yeah. Digest version. Yeah. Um, so before you sit down with an attorney, the more work you can do on your behalf, a little bit of legwork, um, do a little bit of your own due diligence, the quicker the process will be with the attorneys, hopefully. And obviously when we think, Hey, we're going to be on a clock, uh, maybe a, a financial clock, you know, the, the meter's ticking, um, maybe do a little bit of own, your own legwork ahead of time. So get a good inventory of all the accounts you have. Everything from savings, checking, CDs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, IRAs. For, do as much of the legwork as you can to pull all those things together. Maybe most recent statements. Maybe also make a quick phone call to each of these companies and ask them, how is the account titled? Who is the primary beneficiary? And who is the contingent beneficiary? Um, so doing some of this legwork ahead of time is definitely going to make it a smoother, more efficient process when you do meet with an attorney. Now, Tony, uh, this is also something we help families do. Sure. So we will sit down with you. A lot of our listeners out there tonight might be thinking, wow, that's a lot of work. And I don't know how to call fidelity. And I don't know what to say to Charles Schwab. And I'm not sure what my life insurance. That's okay. Rest assured and know that myself, my dad, our team, or a lot of other advisors out there today are willing to spend the time with you to sit down and do that hand in hand with you. So we can help you be very organized and very prepared with the proper information. So when you do sit down with your own attorney, somebody you pull out of the yellow pages or off Google, or usually more comfortable is an introduction from us. We can introduce you to an estate planning attorney that we trust, that we have relationships with. Uh, the more work we can help you do ahead of time, the more efficient and smoother that process when you meet with that attorney is going to be. Yeah, there you go. I think that's really good. And I, I think it's really important that people understand these things. Now we should take one more quick break here um, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up this discussion talking about legacy planning and estate planning. But before we do, Jason, let's talk about your book and how our listeners can get a hold of it. I know there's a lot of information in there, isn't there? Yeah, it's actually pretty pretty packed, Tony. I mean, it's a pretty easy to read book. I think it's I'm looking at it here, boy. There's there's nine chapters. Um, it's about 130 pages. So really, there's a lot of information. It's over 20 years of real life experiences. We'll call it in the trenches uh, that my dad and I and our teams have have went through with families, just like our listeners out there today. Um, and we've just kind of put a, a lot of action packed real life situations, scenarios, and stories within 130 pages that we've tried to make. Uh, very simple to read as well and very easy to relate to. And uh, yeah, we'd like to help share this information and knowledge with as many of our listeners as we can. Tony. Yeah, I think that's key, obviously. So uh, to get a copy of the book or set up that no charge consultation, uh, be one of the next 10 callers. Give us a call. That number is 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Or go to the website, go to greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com and check out the show page. You can listen to this show, past shows. You can subscribe to the show as a podcast, fill out that contact form and request a consultation 
or a complimentary copy of the book. We're going to be right back to finish up this version on estate planning and legacy planning of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and Jason Kreiderman is here. Jason, a great discussion so far. You've given us some great examples of why we need to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional who's got the big picture. You're looking at the tax implications. You're looking at retirement income. You're looking at investments and where the markets are at, inflation, healthcare costs, long-term care, which actually plays a big part in legacy planning. I have a story for you, uh, Jason, that uh, is interesting. And this, this is, uh, I'm going to say this for our listeners out there, why you want to work with somebody you can trust like Jason Kreiderman, because my own mother-in-law who's in Minnesota is in assisted living, my wife's mom. And she has a fair, not, you know, not a lot, a lot, but a, a fair size. She's 86 years old and she still has a fair amount of money left. I mean, it's not a million dollars or anything, but it's close. It's it, She's got a good portion of her retirement money that she'd saved and she's a diligent, you know, she was raised her parents during the great depression out in a farm in South Dakota. Sure. They don't, she doesn't spend, she saves, you know, she's got every twist mm-hmm. tie off every bread bag she's ever used. So, so, <laughs> sure yeah. She does, so, yeah. and we all know that that type of person and have, uh, you know, our grandparents and, and the thing is, is, um, she wanted to, and her kids, uh, she has three children, my wife, her sister and brother, uh, but it, she has a lot of grandkids that are going to college and things. And she's sure, 87 yeah. and having memory issues. So, um, she went to an advisor and he said, oh, no, you got to hang on to that. You're going to need that for long-term care and, and things like that. Well, the problem okay. the problem is um, that is true in a way, uh, but, and I know, and I know you uh, do what's in your client's best interest and, the, you know, help them make the right decisions for themselves, right? And Absolutely, do what they yeah. want with their money, right? And um, the truth is, if she hangs on to it, it's probably all going to get sucked away from by memory care. Yeah, I mean, that's a big possibility. So, uh, you know, and there's a five back look, uh, there's a five year look back period that you've mentioned. And so her problem is now is she's starting to lose her memory. um, And then if she just waits, either it'll all be sucked up by long term care. But if she had given that away and then five years went by and then she needed the $12,000 a month, which is what it can cost, what it costs where she, if she goes into the memory care unit where she's at a very nice facility, it's 12 grand mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. It's so, crazy. Um, isn't it, Tony? And it's Medicaid crazy. won't cover that. Uh, and the state won't cover any of That's that correct. unless she gets down to zero. So they'll spend all that money down to zero and then there won't be anything left for her grandkids. So, so um, I don't think that guy did her any service. He should have recommended her to a state planning attorney or set up a trust or something, right? Yeah, I think it's very important. So I'm, I'm not sure who that gentleman is, and I'm, I'm sure he's a, a wonderful advisor. And But there's just a great story, Tony, and a great point to make of sometimes you need to get a second yeah, opinion. Yeah. Um, sometimes when somebody says something, you, you want to make sure, first of all, that advice he gave, is he giving financial advice, which he's probably licensed to give if he's an advisor, or is he really giving um, long-term care advice, estate planning advice, asset protection advice? What type of advice? And is he licensed to give that advice? And number two, is it 
what type the type of advice that you are getting is it truly in your family's your your mother-in-law's best interest and and so that's why we are very respectful of every family we meet as fiduciary advisors we're right up front we tell people what we're not we're not CPAs we don't do tax returns we're not estate planning attorneys. We don't draft wills and trusts. Uh, we are fiduciary advisors. We do believe in helping families with every single aspect, like estate planning, like legacy planning, like asset protection, like tax planning. We will help with all those aspects in the overall management of their affairs, their finances, and their plan. But we also know when it's the appropriate time to bring in an estate planning attorney, especially in that case you just mentioned, Tony. What I would have done is probably I would have had you and, and your wife and maybe your, your mother-in-law sit down and I'll be there with you. Uh, sit down and talk about with an estate planning attorney, someone who's familiar with Medicaid, Medicaid planning, what Medicaid is, what Medicaid right. is not. And like you mentioned, the look back period, there used to be a three year look back period to qualify for Medicaid. Now it's a five year. There used to be, a, will call it a lot more asset protection options under old laws that are not available today. Um, there's some other options available today that weren't available before. So a situation like that, Tony, uh, yeah, you want to probably sit down with a, yeah. a certified licensed advisor, like an estate planning attorney, talk about what your options are, and maybe even get a second yeah. opinion. Sit down with two or three different attorneys and, and be able to sit back down and say, okay, we heard this. We believe this is right for our family. That's what we do or don't want to do. Um, so good points to make, Tony, and I wish your family the best through that whole situation. Yeah. It's, it's not no. easy. Anytime we have somebody in an assisted living or a nursing yeah. home, it's not no. easy. Um, but those are the times when a, a true trusted advisor is worth yes. the weight in gold. Um, so that Open can help communication you before you get to that family. point, right? Is the more proactive yeah. you can be and talk yeah. about these uncomfortable situations while everybody's healthy and able – so much easier it's going to be when things yeah. do happen. And so I think there's a lot of trust that's built sure. there, a lot of confidence. And it's not even her kids. Um, her kids aren't like the, wanting the money. It's just that um, they know she wanted to help the grandkids with college and they could, sure. the, the yeah. grandkids are the ones that could use it. <laughs> so, so Absolutely. that's the, and, and there's that's ways the, that she that's can do the that. Thing. They're, now they're trying to figure out a way, is there a way she can do that effectively? So, sure. So, Absolutely. and, uh, and you know, there's tax situations. So you have to work with somebody who's looking at the big picture like you are. And so for our listeners out there who need to get that plan in place, uh, they can just give you a call, right, Jason? Yeah, I think there's a couple of different ways that um, you know people can get a hold of us, and it's yeah, you can just give us a call here at the office. Our phones ring off the sure. hook. Uh, we actually have a lot of messages from the weekends and the evenings, and my team they do the best they can within 24 hours to return calls. and And I got to be honest with you, Tony, when we do these radio shows during the show and after the show, the phones are ringing like crazy, and that's wonderful. What that tells me is we're connecting with our listeners out there, Tony, and our listeners feel comfortable and confident that they can give us a call. Uh, we can either help have a phone call with them. We can sit down over coffee and cookies with them. We can answer questions. We can steer them in the right direction. And and that's really what we're here for. Yes, exactly. I think that's so important. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Jason, great show on legacy planning and estate planning. Uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Remember, get a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement. Uh, it talks about this as well as a lot of other great financial strategies for you. Just give us a call at 989-835-7203.
Again, that number 989-835-7203 or go to greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And that does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.